Let's go. This is Sunday Poor Sunday Night Special Edition. March Madness underway. Fuck Joe Lenardi. We got our very own man in action here. The NCAA tournament's very own Ant Carbone. Best in the business. How you feeling tonight, Ant? I just picture you like chugging. I know you're not doing this, but like chugging like a pot of coffee. Just like pouring over the brackets, even though I know it's more like it's more like a pint of brown and uh, <laughs> pouring over the brackets. So how the fuck are you feeling tonight? This is it's your season, baby. This is it. How you doing? It's selection Sunday, first one in uh, two years, man. Yes, it's, sir. it's amazing. You know, we're I think I speak for all of us when I say we are starved, starved, just chomping at the bit for an NCAA tournament. Um just came down a couple hours ago. I mean, what a difference a year makes. Like, I can't believe – I can't even believe last year we were just sitting here without an NCAA tournament bracket. It's, I mean, it was just taken from us, like Art, when Art Modell took the Browns. Just taken from us. And, and even worse because it was the foreigner on our soil coming in. Yeah, you, right, yeah. I have never called it the Wuhan flu, but I've, I'm going to point the fingers. It's going to be in that direction for taking basketball away from us. They, they did. They stole. That was a terrorist attack. As essentially, it was, yeah. But we're, we're back. <laughs> we're back. And, yeah, a year ago, we were just kind of dumbfounded uh, in the aftermath of it all. And I feel like for at least two weeks after you know, everything got canceled, we just kind of sat around being – like looking at a rear view mirror saying what the fuck just happened for at least two weeks probably two months but it it took me i would say a solid couple weeks to stop going to the espn app which is like a daily thing i'll just look and see like what time games start yeah and it took me a solid the first like two weeks of covid where i was like there's no sports stop going <laughs> like there's not going to be any sports every time you go to it like two three times a day just by habit nothing's yeah. going on yep yeah, it was uh, – and I remember kind of watching everything uh, develop from afar and being like, this, this is going to change things for sure, but not really have any idea of how much it was going to change shit. And I, in, in the back of our minds, we're like, well, the last thing we're going to do is cancel March Madness. The last thing we're going to do is going to cancel their baseball season. The last thing we're going to do is cancel football. Well, football, thank God for football. Yeah, but we I mean, but like the, the, all this shit that we were like, no, nah, there's no way, there's no way, and then we're like, well, I hope there's no way. It all yeah. happened, and the the worst happened. Um, and you're right, just to, just to be back here, selection Sunday. It's uh, you know there are replacement teams on on uh, on deck just in case, but uh, even still, even with Virginia having their shit, Virginia's in, and uh, Duke with their shit trying to sabotage the entire fucking situation. But mm-hmm. there, let's again, we'll, we'll open we'll open with it quick. Duke's a dirty dirty motherfucking uh uh organization over there. And we the Virginia thing, that's that's on them too. That that's not, they planted something. They're trying to get something going. I blame Duke for everything. There's no I know there's been games canceled, teams have been quarantined for weeks throughout the season. This around tournament time, I'm blaming fucking Duke. Virginia right now doing the right thing, quarantining until Thursday, traveling Friday. They'll be there. They're a four seed. Uh, that's nice job by them. I would Duke. I could see like Coach K letting his players go to a frat party or something. Yeah, this guy. Yeah, it doesn't matter because he doesn't give a shit. Dirty motherfucker. But you know what? Goodness always wins. Evil Duke losing. 
Yeah, I think I think Coach K, you know, he, he, you know, they win those first two games, and instead of going up against Florida State trying to win the tournament, I think he's like, let's bow out, create a little bit of a COVID scandal, and then when Florida State goes on and wins the tournament, which they didn't end up doing, but when Florida State goes on to win the tournament, we could say, well, I mean, they didn't have to go through us to do it. Yeah, naturally. Yeah, well, he tried, but he failed. Trying to endear him because when it came out today, earlier today, that it turned out Duke was eligible, I yeah. was like, "Fuck!" I was Bullshit. like, "They're gonna put yeah. him in like a playing game." Yeah. I was so pissed when I thought saw that, but thank God the committee did the right thing. Yeah, they did, and they did. Uh, kept him out. And you know what? Let me get this out. Of the way. I just got out of the way quick early. I told you I was gonna save it, but I'm just gonna fucking get it out of the way early. Seton Hall, right? So they lose in the semis of a Big East tournament. Lose mm-hmm. to Georgetown, eventual champion, and uh, they they chose not to play in the NIT because of COVID concerns. To me, that was man, their reasoning. Yeah, to me, that is complete bullshit. Because if you're in the actual tournament, you're going tomorrow. You're no problem going there. But uh, we're not going to play in the NIT because of COVID concerns. Fuck you, man. You got you got a couple of seniors on the team, Roden and uh, Mamu. Like, just fucking let them play a couple of games. I don't. I know it's. Only the NIT, but fucking this play, man. They're seniors. This is their last games, their last chances to play. COVID concerns. The whole fucking season's been COVID concerns. Not going to go. And St. John's is the same thing, too. Uh, so did Duke and so did Louisville. I mean, I don't want to see fucking Duke in the NIT. Fuck Duke. I'm just saying. There's a few teams. I don't know. I mean, maybe is it possible he left it up to the kids and they didn't want to play? Is that possible? It's oh, definitely a possibility, but – uh I, why would you not want to play? I just thought, just keep playing. And this NIT is like the oldest tournament in the world, but I, I don't know. Just fucking keep playing. And if, if the kids decide not to play, oh, like, man, what are you going to go do? You're not going to, you're going to go back to Europe and uh, I don't know what. And Roden, I don't know, maybe play in the, maybe play in the G League next year. Good ball player, but uh, I'm not sure if he has a future in the league or anything. Yeah, and, I mean, and, and, and Louisville and Louisville's uh, the first team in the tournament. He's the, they're the first replacement team, so they're gonna take they're gonna bow to NIT for COVID concerns. But as soon as there's a place in the actual tournament, they're gonna run to fucking Indiana. Well, I mean, if you have a chance to win a title, if you go to Indiana, I I, I understand that, but I'm just saying, don't tell me that you have COVID concerns for this tournament and not COVID concerns for the other tournament. Everybody has COVID concerns. Oh well, yeah, the real the real answer is we don't want to play in the NIT. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah, just fucking come out and say it. Yeah, I have no problem. That I have no problem with. I mean, I do have a problem with it, but if you come out and say it, less of a problem. That's what they're. Yeah, they can't come out and say that. I'll say it yeah. for them. They don't want yeah. to play. In the okay. NIT. All right. That's I mean, right. <laughs> we'll 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 finish with the NIT later, but we could we could move on. I don't, I'd rather see the smaller teams in the NIT, anyways. I, I'm a UConn fan. They've been in the NIT a few times, and I haven't even watched them. It's, 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 I don't know. It's bizarre, the NIT. I w- if they ever got to the Garden, I think I would have paid attention just because it's the Garden and it's the Final Four chance to win it. But those early round games are, in the NIT are tough. It's, uh, yeah. And we said th- those top teams, they, uh, they, yeah, they mailed it. I, I don't think yeah. UConn's ever won an NIT game. Big, big, Whenever they've been on the bubble, feel, never. That's a good point. I feel like they have lost the first round. I think the biggest number one seed is Memphis. Uh, St. Louis is pretty big. but uh, Yeah, I could say in my lifetime, if UConn, they never made it to the Final Four in the NITs. They, they uh, played. And I, and I don't think they may have won a first-round game once, but yeah. it's, uh, 
And the bigger team, you usually don't get big teams making runs. It's always some weird mid-major Dayton. The only tournament bracket I ever won was uh, was the NIT. I never won an actual tournament bracket. I've only won the NIT, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, whatever. Fuck that. All right, whatever. Let's move on. The actual tournament, they, we, we got our – we got our 68. We got our playing games. We got our number one seeds, Gonzaga, Michigan, Baylor, Illinois, our top seeds. Uh, no surprises, really, right? I mean, that's all. If you, you called it like a week ago, all those teams are pretty much locked in. Or is uh, – uh-oh, are you there? Are you frozen? Uh-oh, did we lose that? Oh, no. First time in the history. Uh-oh. Oh no, I got you. All right, there was a free. You were you were on freeze frame there for a second. Yeah, so were you. All right. All right. Well, shit. All right. Well, Plow, plowing along. Plowing oh, yeah, ahead. I guess. I guess so. Shit. Uh, yeah. No, the one seeds. There was no suspense. Usually, there's one that's decided on champ week. Yeah. There, there was no suspense. Gonzaga was automatic. Baylor was automatic. They lost in the semis to Oak State. Illinois obviously wins it all, so they become the, the third one seed, and then Michigan. With uh, even with the way they finished the season, losing three out of five, and I gotta say this about Michigan: when I came on here, it was probably ten days ago, not even, and said they were the best team. Mm-hmm. I'm officially shaky on Michigan. A, they lost. I don't know if he's their leading scorer, the kid Livers, but he got hurt, and I don't think he's coming back. And two, I did not <laughs> like A and two. A and t- <laughs> uh, it was a long day today. It was a long day. <laughs> I can't believe you just uh, what's the brother's name in Home Alone? I can be just uh, what's his name? It Buzz. Yeah, he just buzzed it. <laughs> and A, all right, and A and B, okay, <laughs> B. Um, shit, I forgot. Oh, Michigan, we're talking about. Yes, yeah, sir. Long yep. day. Yep. Take a little sip of water and regroup. Hydrate. Ah, Hydrate, yeah. Did a little bit of drinking. A little little bit of day drinking today. Um, Oh, did not like what I saw at the end of the Michigan-Ohio State game on Saturday. Michigan made a furious comeback. Oh, by the way, before I get into the Ohio State game, the the beef between Michigan and Maryland the game before, Juwan Howard is number one overall seed of coaches I would not want to fight. Like, he turned back the clock. He turned back the clock a little bit, man. Like, he thought he was back with the Fab Five. Like, he was ready to throw down. And I don't know what the beef was about. I didn't look into what it was. But Mark Turgeon, I mean, you got you to gotta think twice before <laughs> you're going to go, you know, you're going to go uh, jaw with Juwan Howard because he looks like someone who would just murder you. Um, all right, anyways. As I say something nice about Juwan Howard, I did not like the way he coached at the end of the Ohio State game yesterday. I'll set the stage for you. Mm-hmm. They, they made a furious comeback. They were down like 10 with three minutes left. They cut it to one, and they're inbounding the ball. We'll say 30 seconds. Or we'll say 25 seconds left. They inbound the ball. The point guard, Smith, and this may be a product of not having Isaiah Livers. I don't know. Who's probably like their de facto leader, captain. I think he's a senior. Mm-hmm. The kid down one, okay, dribbled out the clock and held for the last shot. Kind of played hero ball, mm-hmm. which you can't do when you're down a point. When you're down a point, it's best available shot. Even if it doesn't go in, you foul, you're still alive. Mm-hmm. 
if it's a tie game, you can play it out like that, not down one. And I feel like the coach has to make that known in that spot. So I'm a little shaky on Michigan because of the injury, and I just didn't like what I saw out of Howard. This is going to be his first time coaching in postseason games. Obviously, last year, I believe, was his first year, and they were really good, but obviously tournament got canned last year. So I'm officially wary on Michigan. And if I could – I mean, they're going to win their first game. Their next game, though, is going to be LSU or St. Bonaventure. Yeah. LSU could be a dark horse for my uh, – my prediction last week of like eight or higher seed. Oh, I love it. Yeah. LSU. I didn't get to watch much of that game uh, today because I was at my in-laws and I just had, I, was, I had the game on, but I was in and out for a little St. Patrick's day dinner. Okay. Um, so I didn't get to watch much of that game. They went down to the wire with Alabama uh, and Alabama's a two seed LSU's an eight. I feel like, you know, the margin between those teams, those two teams kind of slim to none. You know, one's at eight, one's at two. So LSU may not be your uh, average eight seed. I'll just say, All I'll just right. say that. That's there a little. Go. I, if I was Michigan, if I was Mich- I think they're going to give Michigan everything they can handle. I like it. I like. I like it. We're starting off. You already got a one seed losing in the second round. I love it. That's what I, I'm talking I about. I gotta say, I, I don't know. My first glance at this bracket as it was coming out and then just doing a quick – I haven't really done that big of a glance, but just, you know, kind of a quick glance at what's going on. Mm -hmm. I I have no feel. I I really don't have a feel which way I'm going. I have a a few first-round games I like. I kind of know where I'm going, but in terms of Final Four, I'm completely lost. Completely lost. That's great. That's how it should be. Let's let's go with Gonzaga's bracket first. Let's do the West real quick. All right, let me bring that up. Let's All go right, with Gonzaga. Let's, let's go with them. They're the top seed in the country. They're coming in undefeated. The first, when was the last time? Was it Kentucky, uh, like 2015 or something? Yeah, and the year before that, Wichita. Okay, so the, all right, so there's a history of undefeated teams. They're the first one in uh, five years uh, mm-hmm. to come in uh, top or, top overall seed undefeated. They'll have either Appalachian State or Norfolk State, and that will be a cakewalk, we're pretty sure. Uh, for them, 116. Yeah, it's um, a 40-point win. I'll take the under on that. Let's go. <laughs> All right. So I two, always bet the one seeds over the 16s. So uh, two seed is Iowa, three seed is Kansas. Kansas, and the four seed is Virginia, five is Creighton. Okay. Gonzaga's road to the Final Four goes through Norfolk State. Uh, then they have Oklahoma or Missouri. Um, th- who gives who gives them the biggest challenge? Is it the two seed Iowa, or is this is is there is there any point is there any matchup that gets you shaky on the way to their final four yet? I mean, uh, if you want to fast forward, and by the way, the most useless fucking. Uh, the most useless thing that the, they do all these selection shows like ESPN I had on before, yeah. Dick Vitale and Jay Bills, is they give their elite eight and final four picks, and it's just all one, one versus two seasons. Yeah, it's just making, so pointless. We're not making predictions. Um, but no, if, if you want to look ahead, obviously, like if they were to play Virginia in a Sweet 16 scenario, okay. if all the seeds hold, yep. that's kind of contrasting styles. Virginia can get you in uh, you know, a little bit of a rock fight, try and play that game in the 40s and 50s. And yep. the, what I've seen out of Gonzaga this year is they want to just go up and down the court. Okay. So that's obviously a team 
Um, I guess Iowa is the second best team. I'm not really crazy about this region looking at it right now. Yeah. Virginia is not – it's not a a vintage Virginia team. Creighton, I have no fucking idea what to make of Creighton. They – I think they're good, but, I mean, that showing against Georgetown the other night was bizarre. UConn, they played good, not great. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kansas is a – Kansas is kind of a dark horse. You expect – Kansas to be really good. Um, they just, I mean, they withdrew from the uh, Big 12 tournament because of COVID reasons. Under so we didn't radar, really get to yeah. see them play that. Yeah, we didn't get Under to see the radar, them play. Kansas team. I don't know what to, I mean, not that I've been locked in, but I got to something to expect out of this. Kansas is a team that you always kind of pencil into. They came on, they came on late in the year, which, I mean, I guess that says something about self, the, co- the coaching job he did. Because, you know, get better. That's like the model for a good college team is they get better as the season goes along. Yeah, they could be a little overvalued as a three seed. I mean, they were they weren't ranked up until I don't know beginning of February maybe, and then they came on strong. Okay, I I, I would be I would be leery about Kansas. I don't really love Kansas. Um, I mean my I mean always one of my favorites Oregon as that seventh seed. I wouldn't right. be shocked. I I was pretty good, but I was I was one of those teams. Them and Purdue, I always link together. I just like those teams that just – they'll do just enough to lose. They're always in the mix, but you know some, you know they're not going to be able to score in a big spot when they have to. Coach will do something stupid. You tell me Iowa and Purdue, and I just think very slow. I always, yes. I always get that feeling about those teams. Just slow teams. I'm not sure if that's accurate this year about Iowa, but I've, yes. Yeah, no, I don't know if it's accurate either. Wisconsin, just, too. When I think of slow basketball, oh, yeah. Wisconsin. That's a good slow team. Yes, Wisconsin. Yep. I, in, my, in my betting heyday, I used to take every first half under in Wisconsin games. That was my <laughs> automatic bet. Okay, all right. Yeah. I mean, they would put up some real, like, 20 to 19 first halves, like something ugly like that. I feel like five or six years ago, that was Virginia, too, and then they kind of flipped that script on everybody. But I could, maybe I'm off. Yeah, no, Virginia was like that. There's, I mean, it's college, so there's always going to be teams that have to score. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty all right. common. <laughs> all right. Um, all right, so in, in the West, you think Oregon is like a lower seed? Is there anybody lower than Oregon you think has a chance to make a run here? Mm, Oklahoma seems a little I – mean, Oklahoma was ranked most of the year. They were as high as I feel like 12 recently, and now they – they kind of faded into an eight seed. So I, I really haven't watched much Oklahoma, so I can't even say much about them. I did kind of like USC a little bit this year. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's enough for them to make a run. I would say Oregon. I, I like Dana Altman. A veteran coach has been around forever. Uh, one of the, you know, winningest active coaches okay. in, uh, in the sport. So I, I always look for – for uh you know coaches with experience so i would i would look at oregon as a dark horse in this region that you know you look up and they're in the final four oregon and what uh which was your first pick on sunday poor when you were doing picks on sunday poor a year ago yeah so oregon i think oregon yeah oregon virginia maybe now the playing game here in the west um well there's it's wichita state and drake (laughs) wichita state and drake Wichita State's, undercard. A, Wichita State's always like a favorite tournament pick, like picked in, you know, in March. I already love us to pick Wichita State. Is the, are they just, uh, 
they're, they're not the same Wichita State from a few years ago, right? I mean, it's just a different team or is it one – coach. Marshall's not there anymore, Francesca's boy. Mm-hmm. Okay. I forget what happened to him. He got jammed up doing something. That's why they're so good, right? They're like two – they're like a two-seed a couple years ago, I think. They, I mean, they were going for undefeated season back in 2014. Oh, yeah, okay. When yeah, they lost yeah. to Kentucky. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, f- I forget what happened with Marshall. If it was something with the NCAA, he could have got me too. I have no idea what happened. So I just remember he got jammed up doing something, and he wasn't the coach anymore the next all day. Right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, don't what he, I have no idea what he did. All right. It was something with – he was, I don't know, buying uh, recruits, hookers. I have, no, I have no idea. You could tell me anything with a college coach, and I'd believe it. The other uh, tournament favorite, like, to, to pencil in, they're playing your boys, Oregon, is VCU. In this bracket, um, that's just one of those you like to kind of mark in. I don't know when you're doing your bracket. I don't, I don't know anything about VCU. Uh, 19 and seven is their record this year, but uh, I don't know. You, you're you're picking Oregon that game no matter what, right? Seven over probably. Yeah, yeah, I stick to what I know. All right. Sometimes you just gotta like stick to. It's. I mean, how do you how do you handicap all these games? It's impossible. Sometimes you impossible, just gotta yeah. ha- have a team, you know. Yep. No, no. That's all. It's the fun of this. All right. So let's go to the East. East. Uh, East with Michigan is the one seed here. This is a, I think this is a lot more fun bracket than that West bracket. We have Georgetown, UConn, yeah. Oh, yeah. Iona, uh, Florida State, St. <laughs> Saint, Saint Bonnie, LSU. Hey, name. Okay. Um, and you don't like Michigan. So you already you said oh, Michigan. Wow. As a, no, no. I, no, I gotta no, say, no, I don't back up. Don't Michigan. back. Don't back on yourself. You're going to do multiple brackets. We know that. But you're definitely going to have LSU. <laughs> We already know you're gonna have LSU over Michigan in at least one bracket, probably two of your brackets. Um, well, well, LSU's let's go. got a shot. Well, the hot, hottest team in the country is Georgetown right now because they they ended their season strong. Then they end, they go and they win tournament, biggest tournament. Uh, I, and I gotta give Patrick Ewing a lot of credit. Goes in, he says, "This is my house. You gotta know who the fuck I am. I can't come to MSG. Nobody knows who I am." And then his kids back him up. Yeah, that, that's incredible. The fact that he actually went in there after the first game was like, "What the fuck is going on?" I'm Patrick fucking Ewing. You gotta know who I am. I walk in there. This is my house. And then, then the kids walk the walk. Uh, it's unbelievable. And so here they are, Big East champions, uh, going in as a 12 seed against Florida uh, or against uh, Colorado. Um, unbelievable job by them. Hottest team in the country. I just, they, I, I think a lot of people are going to have them win in a game, if not two, just because of what they did. And it's, especially in the Northeast, I feel like people, you know, this, this, that's what people know is like the Big East, as people see. They're mm. going to have – they see Georgetown in there against Colorado. They're going to be like, oh, fuck Colorado. Pencil them right in. Next one is Florida State or UNC Greensboro. It's going to be easy. It's going to be easy to pencil Georgetown into the, the Sweet 16 if you're doing a bracket. Um, yeah. People, I mean, people love twelve. People love the twelve-five upset too. They're hot too, man. That team is playing really well. They got a good squad. Um, do they have a chance to make a run? Sweet sixteen, Georgetown, or what? I mean, I've been wrong. I was wrong all week about Georgetown. I wasn't surprised when they beat Marquette. Obviously, Marquette sucks. Uh, I didn't think. I thought Nova would beat them, but it wasn't shocking. Nova's obviously down two players, so it wasn't shocking that Georgetown won that game. And then they beat Seton Hall, you know, Seton, down here for Seton Hall. So that wasn't shocking. But I got to be honest, I did not see what happened Saturday night. 
happening. I mean, they man, just man, they blew doors. That man. was an ass kicking in every which way, man. 18-0 run to end the half, go up 18 into the half. And I myself, I thought Creighton was going to beat them. I just thought Creighton, they're finally taking a step up in cross Georgetown. You know, it's, they're going to come up short. Uh, Ewing just going to come this close and then finally get it ripped from them. But they come out in the second half, and it was like a whole other ass kicking. Like I was watching with a few people here, and we just like couldn't believe what we were seeing. And the crazy thing is, because I was watching with some UConn fans, UConn played Georgetown twice in the final two weeks of the season. Mm. Like I, the thing I took away from that was Georgetown sucks. Like I thought <laughs> Georgetown stunk. UConn killed them twice. And I just go to show you, man, like teams get hot in March and just it, it starts clicking. Um, I, I don't think I could put them into the Sweet 16. Could they beat Colorado? Yes. Uh, I think a team like Florida State, though. It's going to be tricky this year with the Big East because the Big East wasn't that good this year. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure how good these teams are. Like the highest seeds are Villanova and Creighton as five seeds. Yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. – Big East was down this year. Are they going to, you know, play these teams in different conferences now and, and we're all going to realize just how bad the Big East was? Or yeah, is it the opposite? Is it maybe, before, yeah. maybe they come up big? I, I don't know. I, uh, that's, that's a great an interesting question. Do we, get a, do we get a Sweet 16 Big East team? I don't know. That, but that's a great point that you just brought up. There's, there's been so many times when you've been riding high in the Big East and then you just realize they've been beating up at each other all year come tournament time and none of them are there in, you know, in a week into the tournament. So that's a great point. That that, that happened in 2011, the year UConn won. That mm -hmm. was the year where like 10 Big East or 11 Big East teams made it. And Barkley was talking shit about the Big East. And UConn was the only team that made it to the Sweet 16. They all got beat. They all got knocked out. And then obviously UConn went on to win it. But um, so we have seen years where a ton of, ton of Big East teams got in. And got knocked out. Maybe this is the year. I don't know. They overachieve. I wouldn't count on it because I just yeah. don't really like what. I, I don't know. I don't. I really didn't like what I saw out of most of the Big East teams like this week. I, I don't think. Definitely a down year yeah, for the conference. For sure. Yeah, it, it, anything would be kind of a, a surprise, uh, which includes UConn, who's playing uh, Maryland. Uh, how about them? Do you think they got a chance? You you obviously watch UConn just about as much as any team you've watched in in basket in the NCAA. Yeah. Uh, do you think they have a chance to make a little bit of a run here? Get you exci- get you excited at all? Um, I mean, they could beat Maryland. I'm sure they'll be a short favorite in that game, two three point favorite, if I had to guess. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that's the thing that's different about this UConn team that in years past is it's, they don't really have like Booknight's a sophomore. Mm-hmm. Kemba Walker, like everyone who wants to point to like the Kemba Walker team, like he was an upperclassman who with Final Four experience. Mm-hmm. Shabazz, same thing. He was a senior who played in the Final Four when he was a freshman. Mm-hmm. So this team doesn't have the experience under its belt. So, no, they probably won't make a run. Can they win a game? Yes. Can they be – I mean, could they see the second weekend? I guess they can, but um, they, don't have, they don't have the experience. I, I, the two things I look for – in teams that could make a run and win it all are how many pros do they have? So I like, I like one or two pros on the team, especially two. Mm-hmm. And I like upperclassmen. Yeah. Okay. Maybe mm-hmm. that's just because I'm a UConn fan and that's kind of like the model when they've won championships is they have a couple pros on the team 
and they have like juniors and seniors. And that like UConn doesn't really have that this year. They got a few seniors, but it's a lot of young guys. You know, I mean, their big man who I love is a, is a freshman. Mm-hmm. You know, so this is his first taste. And Book Knight is still young. He's still a little green. Um, so they, yeah, I mean, they, they, you never know. You never know in the tournament. I just don't. Th- I I like I like juniors and seniors. All right. Well, all right. Danny Hurd is a year or two away, and that's uh, you got the right coach. You got a young group. Maybe uh, UConn just needs another year and a little experience. So. Yeah. Uh, the East kind of is it me or does it? Does this seem like a bracket that can blow up? I mean, any bracket. It's a, it's smart. I know. I was gonna say, I can I can make a case for any. Yeah, maybe, maybe I'm, just star- I'm just staring at it for two minutes here. Maybe it's just that, but uh, it seems like one that can blow up in the East. Oh yeah, like you see, like an LSU Michigan State Elite Eight matchup or something. Yeah. yeah. I think I I, I think Mich- Yeah, it's so crazy. I'm gonna flip flop on Michigan State because I thought they sucked all year. Mm-hmm. Michigan State has a chance because I'm I'm telling you right now, throw the house on them against UCLA. It, Izzo, I'm taking Tom Izzo over Mick Cronin in a big spot. Okay, a thousand times out of a thousand. I'm in. Let's do it. Let me know. Let's. I'm in. I'm, I'm in with you right there. And the public's gonna be hammering Michigan State. I don't give a fuck. I like being a contra- I like being a contrarian on these on these plays, but you have to throw the house on Izzo, man. Mick Cronin just loses big game after big game. And then if Michigan State wins that game, I bet you they're a short favorite against BYU. Mid-major team like BYU, Mm -hmm. you know, know, they play in Gonzaga's uh, conference, so, I mean, not the stiffest competition. It wouldn't shock me if Michigan State won a couple games and made some noise in this tournament. I mean, you're talking about a team that that beat Michigan the final week of the season. They beat Illinois, the other one seed. They beat, uh, I think, Ohio State, who's a two seed. Like, I don't think Michigan State's very good, but they're not gonna, they're not gonna be overwhelmed playing like a BYU or a nope. Texas. Like they were, nope. they've been playing monsters all year. I like that. Gonna ride Michigan State for a couple of games in this tournament. I'm down with you. I'm first four. Uh, I'm with. I'm with you. In UCLA. It's gonna be trendy, which I don't like, but I could. It's it's more of a, it's more the matchups I, I like because BYU and then UCLA obviously I think they beat UCLA and I think they beat BYU. You're starting the trend though. That's different. You're starting it right here, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah. Right, it's not trendy. It's because it's going to be trendy, but you started it, so it's a nice job by you to get ahead of it. So really, you're not betting the trend. You're you're making the trend. Trendsetter. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right, that's right. That's the common term for that it's trendsetter not making the trend <laughs> um, by the way so first four starts at uh four o'clock on thursday right first, first round starts noon on a friday this is a great week to be working from home uh it's just luck of the draw it worked out for me working from home this week very happy about that well yeah, um, yeah. but the following monday though you're back, still going to have a lot of games, and you're back in the office. Back in the office, but my, my TV, which had not been working for a long time, should be working by Monday. I work in TV, um, and so I have a TV at my desk. It was not working for a long, long time, but uh, I fingers crossed it's up and running Monday I go back. Yeah. Very excited about that. Um, what's your – in the East, what is the low seed – is is the low seed Michigan State? I guess that's what you just can't give it away. So we can no, I'd say Michigan State or I'd say LSU too. I could see okay blowing up the bracket. Um, UConn's probably gonna be the trendy one. I, I just I don't know. I don't see 
I don't see them going to a Final Four. It's, it's going to be tough. They, I mean, they have a shot. On paper, talent-wise, they have a shot. It's just, uh, like I said, they're a little inexperienced. All right. All right, on to the South bracket where Baylor's, South. Baylor's, Baylor. number, Baylor's number one seed, Ohio State two, uh, three is Arkansas, four Purdue. Um, yeah, all these brackets seem gross to me. But uh, uh, Baylor, what their road to the Final Four? Easy one, rocky one. Uh, who stands in their way, or is it uh, easy? Or is it they're going to plow their way to the to an appearance? Hard. Baylor's very good, um, but they're Baylor, so I have a hard time getting past that. Fair, yeah, great point. Scott Drew, who is uh, <laughs> Scott Drew, who is uh, I think it's Bryce Drew's brother. Gross. I've always felt him to like melt down in big games, but Bryce, I don't know. They've been pretty good the past few years, Baylor. Bryce Drew, a big, a classic moment in the tournament, though. But that's one of the point. one of the best ever, yeah. yeah for at yeah. least in terms of the first round, yeah. Yep. yep. Valparaiso. Yep. Um. So yeah, Ohio State. I don't love that they ended the season losing four in a row, and they made a run here in the Big Twelve tournament, lost an OT today to Illinois. Uh, but I don't love them. I feel like. They, they've been – they've – I don't know. They've choked away leads, and it's just like, I don't know, bad so, – something's missing from that team. Um, Arkansas would be the team that I like. Uh, I was actually hmm. talking with a friend of the program, Mikey Casino, on Friday night. And he yep. put in a big futures on Arkansas wow. like six weeks wow. ago before oh, they man. got hot. So, yep. uh, And I told him I actually gave them out on the show as, uh, as the team that I liked. So – um, Ar- I would look at Arkansas. They're going to be a trendy, I think, uh, pick out of this region. He didn't. He, he didn't hear the show, and that's why he picked them. If he did, he's he was holding out on me. I don't know. Listen, I don't want to hear him. But I don't want to hear about him not listening to the fucking show. I mean, we put it out <laughs> here. Why you can't be a friend of the program? If you're not going to listen to the fucking program, Casino. He's back. He's back. In. He's back in. I had to talk a little. Well, listen to me, Casino. I'm talking to you right now. <laughs> Tune into the fucking show. And stop stealing my man's picks, all right? That's well, it. I better, I better, I told him better kick upstairs if Arkansas does pull yeah, this yeah. off. Credit where credit's due, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, let's see what else we got in this region. Um, uh, Purdue, yeah, if you're looking for someone that could blow it up, go ahead. Uh, no, just per- Purdue is the team after Arkansas, and all. It's, like I said, it's always a gross team. We already mentioned how just they're. I stopped at three. I stopped at three for a reason. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> all right who's yeah. going to blow it up? Yeah. Let's go to, let's go, who's uh, I mean, obviously Carolina, They're, they'll probably be very trendy too, but I just like the way they finished the season. I mean, they went right. from sucking most of the year yep. or at least the first half of the year to all of a sudden they were on the bubble. So then mm-hmm. all of a sudden they were comfortably in. Mm-hmm. I mean, they almost beat Florida state the other night. They would have ended up in the ACC finals. So, uh, I think uh, I would definitely like them against Wisconsin. Uh, that's talk about contrasting styles. Carolina likes to go up and down the court. Wisconsin just likes to kind of stand around. Okay. Uh, but I would like Carolina in that game. And then, I don't know, it's just, Baylor, if Baylor played North Carolina in the second round, it would be like one of those uniform games. Like, am I really going to pick Baylor to beat North Carolina? I mean, they are better. Baylor's – I mean, if we're talking serious, Baylor's much better than North Carolina. But still, the visual – it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any yeah. sense to Big Baylor if you're seeing those two jerseys on the floor. Uh, um, is Villanova going to lose in the first round here to Winthrop? 
I think so. <laughs> I think right. That's right. the, that's like one of the first round games that jumped out at me. Like, Oh, Winthrop's lost one game all season. <laughs> like I just feel like Winthrop could be that team that just kind of has a day where they shoot lights out and Nova yeah. just missing two of their top three scores just can't keep up. Yeah. It's like one, like a game where they get kind of punched in the mouth and they realize shit, like this Winthrop team is not going to, not going to fuck around with us. And then we're done. That kind of thing. Where yeah, the Winthrop name kind of carries some weight. Like you expect that team to give you a decent, not maybe not win the game, but they'll give you a good showing. Yeah, in March. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it would start. Yeah, that would definitely be a start against Villanova. The other thing about the tournament this year, everything's in the Indiana. Yeah. Right. Any is anything at the uh, Hoosiers uh, gym? <sighs> I don't have that in front of me. I'm not. I, I'm not sure. All right. Well, I just that just. Picturing a hardwood floor would have been would have been cool. But. No, it's like six different arenas. I think they're yeah, playing at. Thought I had it somewhere, but I don't think any, I don't think that was one of them. It was like Lucas Oil and shit like that. So, oh yeah, Lucas Oil is where the Final Four is. I don't know yeah. if they're playing games there. You know, early round games there. They might be because I mean that's all they're playing is is like the five arenas there. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. So, um, I mean, obviously, you could see. I give you like a other seed besides North Carolina, maybe Florida. Florida's, Florida's always a, a decent Florida, year. Florida's always a fun pick uh, in the tournament. That's everybody always wants to see him. Ever since that the repeat years, that was like a trendy pick. Right. Um, other than that, I don't really love this region that much either. No, nah, this one's kind of gross. State. Yeah, this one's kind of Purdue gross. and Nova. I mean, one of those teams are going to be in the Sweet Sixteen. You're telling me? I mean, yeah, you could get one of those. I don't know. I'm not going to pretend like I know anything about North Texas or Winthrop, but I mean, maybe you get one of those seeds in the Sweet 16. They get hot. I don't know. I'll tell you right now, I don't know a thing about Purdue. They're not going to be making it to the Sweet 16 in any of my brackets. No shot. Yeah. <laughs> they played in a really good conference, man, with Michigan and stuff. So they should on paper probably get to the Sweet 16. But, yeah, they're, they're one of those teams that can't Matt that. Painter ex- exudes zero confidence. When I see him on the sideline, it's just trouble. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's it for me. That's a jersey pick right there. Right? That dude, that yeah. jersey gives me no confidence. Oh, I mean that's what I mean. That's ninety percent of the way people I think fill out brackets because no one, well, the average person filling out a bracket. This is the first time they're going to watch college hoops all year. Yeah. So you're basing it on like teams that were good to you in the past and teams that burned you. <laughs> Past. You were 14 and years old. probably burned people in the past. So like, yeah. I'm not picking Purdue. Oh yeah, no, I'm talking for the everyman right here. Absolutely. Yep, that's exactly what I'm going with. Yeah. All right. Well, so, I don't know. Maybe Baylor. This this may be lining up perfect for Baylor. Um, I do like Arkansas though, and Baylor could have their hand hands full against Carolina. And I always like the eight or nine seed in that in that um that second round mm-hmm. because. The one seed's coming off basically a scrimmage. Yeah. Yeah, it's yep. it's just 40, 50 point blood. It's it's not even a real game. Yep. And the eight or nine seed is coming off, you know, most likely like a hard fought kind of battle in the first yeah. round. Yep. That I feel like they got their legs under them. They have like the they you know, they've shaken all the butterflies out, they're getting all the jitters out. Whereas and then all of a sudden if you put that one seed into a into a you know a barn burner and kind of punch them in the mouth a little bit. They're almost going to be like, whoa, like, this is our first taste of kind of dealing with some adversity out of nowhere. And then before you know it, it could be out. 
I mean, like I said, usually the one seed, though, is much better, so they end up, you know, figuring it out. Yeah. But I always do, like, look at those uh, those 1-8 matchups. Like, I don't know if this 8 seed could, you know, could, they could throw a tough right hand early on and kind of hang on and, you know, scare them a little bit. I, I, I look for those kind of things. And I, I always I always try and find, like, that 8 or 9 seed that could uh, pull an upset in the, in, in the second round. And the 8-9 is just real teams compared to what the 16 is. I mean, the 16 is just happy to be there. Like, right. Like, and you look at the Baylors, Hartford is the, is the 16 seed, then North Carolina, Wisconsin, or tournament-tested teams. Yeah. Uh, programs just in the past, you know, those, those are legit teams. And you look at the other ones, it's, you know, Mount St. Mary's or Texas, and then it's LSU or St. Bonaventure, and those teams are there all the time. Like, you know, St. Bonaventure is a smaller school, but that's a team you always see in the tournament. So, they, you know, they're, these are legit teams. Um, in the second round compared to what you're seeing, you know, if you're like one. Yeah. In the, in the I always say there's no such thing as layups in the tournament except for the one sixteen matchup. Obviously, you know, there's, you know, an example where Virginia lost. But more times than not, the one sixteen is a scrimmage. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. they get run out of the gym. But after that, there's no easy games in the tournament. Yeah. Not an easy game after that. And by there's the way, no that, layups. That Virginia one was like once in 60 years, so. That's not, right. That's right, not right. Like it. <laughs> so, all right. Well, there you go. That's the South. Let's move on to the Midwest. Yeah, Illinois is the one seed here. Uh, Illinois is one. Houston two. Uh, three seeds. This one's West got Virginia. some juice here. I like this. I like this four. Region. Oh, there we go, baby. Oklahoma State is four. Where's the juice here, Amy? Well, the juice obviously. Uh, we'll start with the top seed, Illinois. They're playing better than anybody right now. And, and maybe this side of Gonzaga. And they have – I can't tell you the last time they lost. I think it may have been to Michigan State at the beginning of the month. Okay. Um, but obviously they go out, they, uh, they win the Big 12 turn, uh, big, big 10 tournament. Big 12, Big 10, I always get confused. But they win the Big 10 tournament today with an overtime win over Ohio State. Uh, they got the kid Coburn. His, his last name is spelled Cockburn. So I call him Cockburn, but it's, it's not exactly how it's pronounced. Kofi, oh, Kofi I mean, Cockburn. I'm sure he's used. I'm sure he's used to being called Cockburn. <laughs> I mean, he's got to be called that at least 40 times a game by the opposing team. I mean, how many times do you think the teacher just called his name in, uh, you know, in, in second period biology was like Cockburn? Uh, and you know, she like hesitated before she said it. She was like, "Am I gonna do it?" She Am caught her. Yeah, <laughs> she didn't want to, but she caught herself. But she still ended up saying it. And then the whole class is getting on it. That's it. That's your life is over. My, you got to go win a championship, basically. So it's yeah. only way to he's lucky. It. He grew up to be like seven feet tall, two hundred eighty pounds. So <laughs> <laughs> he ate a lot. He ate a lot of spinach. Make sure yeah, you defend well, his last name. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't call him Cockburn to his face if I were you. And no, for the record, no. for the record, Sonny Poor is a Cockburn uh, podcast, not a Cockburn podcast. Yeah. And they got the other dude on the team. I don't forget his name, but he wears the mask. Where's like the Robin mask? I think they call him Robin. Okay, all right. He has like the little mask. Um, yeah, well, that's so that's number one with Illinois because they're kind of under the they're another uni, another Jersey team where you don't really expect Illinois to make a run. Mm-hmm. So you, you kind of have to like you know ask yourself. Um. Oh, and then I'll go on to um, obviously West Virginia with Bob Huggins. But moving on to the four seed, Oak State, they okay. probably have the number one overall pick in the year, uh, the 2021 draft coming up, and Cade Cunningham. Okay. So they're going to be 
they're definitely going to be the trendiest Final Four pick. Okay. I would say. All right. Because um, people always – like, I remember Durant, his year that he played at Texas, like, he was a four seed in his tournament, and they were a trendy pick. People mm-hmm. like to latch on to, you know, guys who are going to be pros, you know, big stars. Yeah, big Probably going to win yep. – uh, He'll probably win the National Player of the Year. I don't even know. Or they may have already named that. It was like between him and Garza. But, you know, he's a fresh – watching him play, like the guy's a pro. He's obviously going pro. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Oak State. Then you have – I mean, Loyola Chicago as an eight seed. That's a team that was ranked all year. I'm not going to sit here and tell you I know anything about Loyola Chicago. But, I mean, you, they, they, you know, if they – and then Georgia Tech, who won the ACC tournament. I mean, that's a monster first-round game. Those are probably two teams that – I think the rankings come out tomorrow, not that we pay any attention to the rankings once we have a bracket. Mm-hmm. But, like, those are two teams that might be ranked. That's uh, kind of crazy, man. Yeah, <laughs> that's nuts. Eight, nine, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then that's Illinois. You're the hottest team in the country, Illinois, and you get rewarded with a second-round matchup against Loyola or Georgia Tech. I mean, that's tough. And then – uh, That's if you get by 12-7 and seven Drexel. Drexel. <laughs> what? 12 and 7, Drexel. Yeah, there's some gross records. Yeah. I always oh, yeah, 12 yeah. and 5. They're on the screen right now because they just had Patino on and they're 12 yeah. and 5. <laughs> it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, no, I know. It's, been a, it's uh, not your average uh, NCAA season. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, Syracuse in this bracket, too. 11 seed Syracuse. You talked about it. Politic their way into the tournament. Scumbags, yeah. They're, they're gonna do something stupid, right? They're I mean it's just gonna they're they're gonna find a way into uh, the second week somehow. Yeah, San Diego State, you know, they play in a little bit of a smaller conference. I could see Syracuse, I could see the zone, Bayheim's bullshit zone working on a team like that. <laughs> that's a that's a tough one. There's a there's a lot of uh there, there's some good teams. Like Tennessee's a good team. You know, they're in a SEC team. Uh, they, they had a pretty good year. Um, I mean, obviously, Syracuse is always a threat to do something. I don't know if they'll make the second weekend, but they, I mean, you never know. You know West Virginia has had their ups and downs. Um, and then Houston is probably the wild card because they're a two seed. I was surprised they were made a two seed because usually the American conference gets kind of disrespected. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I thought – they'd end up being, even though they were a top 10 team in the country, they'd move them back to like four, but they get the two seed. I think we just got to see how good they are. And they kind of just ran right through the American tournament. So they're clearly the best team in that conference. Mm -hmm. It's just going to come down to, uh, are you a product of your conference or are you a legit, (laughs) (laughs) are you a legit team? I I don't know. I, I haven't really watched much of Houston, so they're the wild card team. I think that, you know, they could get run out of the gym in the second round by Clemson or Rutgers, Clemson or Rutgers, or, uh, you know, they could end up in the final four. So I have no idea. Um, that's a team that's a, that's a real wild card. There's a lot of good teams. I mean, I, I can make a case for, I can make a case for a lot of teams coming out of this region or making a run. You know what I mean? Like I, just, I just talked about Loyola and Georgia Tech being a little maybe underseeded. And obviously Illinois and Houston, Oak State with Cunningham, Tennessee, um, obviously West Virginia with Huggins. This, re- this region almost seems uh, – it's stacked and wide open at the same time. 
That makes sense. It makes perfect sense. And that makes for a fun bracket right there. You can see a high number going as a big number or a high number going as a low number anytime and and either team has a chance to win. That's great. I tend to root for upsets, just it's human nature this time of year to root for upsets. Yep, yep. But I would not be disappointed if we could get Illinois, Oak State in the Sweet 16 and see Cunningham play against maybe the best team in the country right now. That's right. that would be uh that'd be worth the price of admission to walk in to watch that. That's your dream matchup in the Midwest. Illinois Oak State. I wouldn't mind, I would not mind I would not mind Illinois Oak State. That would All that right. would be fun. Nice. Uh who is the who's the low seed in this uh in this uh bracket that you're look that you're uh, latching on to? I, I don't know. I think uh, so. Like eight or higher, you figure? Yeah, sure. It's Loyola, Georgia Tech, uh, Rutgers. I mean, I would hate to latch onto Syracuse. That would make me sick. The you fact that they made it in without getting having to play in a playing game is disgusting. I feel like Syracuse, whenever I feel like they're not going to do shit, is when they do shit. When I ever feel like, oh, yeah, this is here to make like a run, is when they lose in the first round. I just I can't bear that fucking team. They're annoying as hell. They're going to lose at some point. Just know that. And you got to be there for when they do. Oh, yeah, I'll be there with bells on. Oh, it looks like the times were just announced. There we go. Ooh, what's our first game? That's our first uh, game. Let's see. And uh, so I guess I'll go Loyola just because, I don't know, why not Loyola? I love this region. This is my favorite region. Yeah, you sounded – you got up for it as soon as uh, there was – the West, when we start with the West, you were kind of, you know, kind of – and we were starting, but you were up. East, you got up for the East was our second one. South, Uh there was a big big dip with the South. Energy-wise, felt it. And Midwest (laughs) came, and you were like, let's go, Midwest. I can feel it. So we're, I'm excited about the Midwest. Midwest, I, yes. I want the Midwest. Uh, you, so what did you say? What do you got for – do you have a first, first game there? Uh, they're not online yet, but I see on the TV right now. Okay. Thursday – let's see. What do we got? I don't know. Those are the first four games. They did announce the uh, other games, though. Let's see if I can get this refreshed and up. It must have just happened if it's not on the website yet for ESPN. Ah, come on, you scumbags. Now they got nothing up here. ESPN just absolutely failing us. All right, I just got a a Bleacher Report update here. Okay, perfect. You got something. Well, I don't know if anything, but we'll see. TV schedule. All right. What's the noon? What's the noon game? The noon game on Friday. What are we going to be watching at our desks? Twelve fifteen from Hinkle Fieldhouse, Virginia right. Tech versus Florida. It's a dog fight. Twelve forty. Like Twelve forty-five to fifty-five wins. Twelve forty-five. Oh, this is such a great, such a great March Madness team. Uh, against the team that you liked was uh, it's Colgate, Arkansas. Uh, Colgate's Colgate. A, Colgate's just a, a team that you hear in March all the time, and you want to see him. But I know Arkansas is you like the Razorbacks here. 
Yes, I from and from what I've heard, I forget who who I saw on TV. Is that's going to be a first to a hundred game? I know Arkansas nice. can score. Yep. Arkansas is a big time scoring team. I think maybe uh, defense might be what holds them what holds them back or what, what might be their shortcoming. Okay. Uh, but apparently, apparently Colgate likes to go up and down too. So that could be uh, that it. could be a fun game. Let's go. Second game. True TV. Tune in. Be there. Be square. And I just saw UConn will play seven o'clock on Saturday. That's going to be their first round game. Uh, I missed Iona for for our uh, for I, our Iona listener. Sorry, this <laughs> <laughs> was on the same screen too, and I didn't make a note of it. I'm assuming it's either after that game or before UConn, so it'll be a late game or after. I, Iona Alabama is Friday. At, wait, what? Oh no, I think it's Saturday, right? Wait a second. They have to play the same. Yeah, Saturday. Sorry, Iona is Saturday at uh, four p.m. on TBS. Very funny. Yeah, I'll say this about Iona. I, saw, I already saw the spread in that game. Alabama's laying seventeen. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are down a player. I'm not sure exactly how good the player is. He got hurt on Saturday. This kid Primo, Josh Primo, I think his name is. I saw he was like the fourth leading scorer. So it may not be a big deal, but I don't know. The way they made it sound on TV is that they're going to miss him a little bit. So Alabama not being at full strength, mixed in with Patino, working a little magic. Maybe Iona could hang around in that game, but uh, I don't know. Alabama's pretty good. So I think those <laughs> are both. Gotta... Well, Iona's going to be a training pick because of Patino. And uh, much like, you know, Georgetown's going to be a training pick. And, and much like, uh, uh, who else would say? Shit. Uh, UConn would be trying to pick just just because we those, those are teams brand names. stuff yeah exactly yeah but Patino people people want to latch onto him so that, yeah that'll be uh, interesting to see if they can give Alabama a little bit of a run yeah I mean Alabama was awesome they were regular season SEC champs and and uh, tourney champs too so definitely their work cut out for them but yeah you never know I don't but know, if you know if, if Iona was coached by anybody else you wouldn't give them a shot in hell right. No, I've, I've always bet against Iona in the tourney because they never <laughs> because they never played defense though. Mm-hmm. Patino has instilled defense and rebound. That's what Rick Patino teams do. They full court press, they rebound the basketball, they defend. That's why they always have a shot. So I'll be pulling for them. I don't know though. Seventeen. That's probably a fair spread. That, that's a tough game. Okay, against right. Bama. Well, Could have been tougher though. I mean, it's not the worst matchup. You know what I mean? It's not like Illinois or Baylor. Like they, I, I give them like an outside shot, make them sweat a little bit. All right. Well, look, we're not going to do final four picks. We talk about how hacky that is to do and just have like your a couple of one seeds and maybe pick a four seed or something to get there. No, I'll give no. out. I'll give out first round picks on the on the next show though. I'll give out some. Oh yeah, well picks. yeah, that isn't that's not picking the final four. I what I want to do tonight, while I have you. And I also have no idea who I'm picking for the final four either. I could not Perfect. give you final four picks right now. Perfect. Let's pick first. <laughs> let's pick first four games. Let's not do final four. Let's All right. Yeah. Four. Okay. Well, I already gave out Michigan State. Game. Do, yeah, Michigan State. Um, we have that one. We're gonna we're gonna ride Michigan State till they lose. Uh, how about Norfolk State, Appalachian State? Who do you got there? Do they have lines <laughs> out yet? Oh no, I don't. No, I love them. They do have <laughs> lines. Okay. Norfolk is laying three against Appalachian State. For the right I to mean, play the Zags, undefeated Zags. 
I mean, I don't. I, I have to be honest. I don't even watch these games, the, the 16 <laughs> seeds. And I'm as big of. I love college basketball. I'll turn it on with like five minutes left if it's close. But I can't sit there watching the first half of these games. Um, I'll go. I'll go north. I'll lay the points with Norfolk. All right, Wichita State Drake. I'm so I, I have the right to change all these picks though by Thursday before I give them out. Yeah, this is all. We're not. I'm not Wichita not Drake. These, yeah. I'll go Drake. No more Greg Marshall. This is not. This is not your older brother's Wichita State. Plus, <laughs> I kind of said. I kind of gave Loyola an outside chance to make a run, and that's Drake's conference. So we'll we'll ride the, uh, the Missouri Valley Conference, maybe. We'll ride the Missouri Valley Conference, and we'll we'll push Drake into the next round. Uh, all right, Drake from State Farm taking Wichita State to the house. All <laughs> right, all right, and uh, the other one, Mount St. Mary's, Texas Southern. I'll take the dog here, Texas Southern, Ugh. only because I've seen them a couple times. Where have you seen Not- Texas Southern? Not like this year, but I've seen them a couple times in tournaments past. <laughs> in my life. <laughs> yeah, in my life. Well, you see Mount Texas Southern. You see the you see the Mount too, though. No, they've been Mount St. Mary's. They, I don't know. There, they've been there before. Are you sure you're not thinking of St. Mary's or Monmouth? Are you combining teams? No, I think I'm thinking of Mount St. Mary's. Oh, right. that, was, that was very compelling. Is Mount St. Mary's lo- like uh, local? Yeah, I feel, like I feel like it's a Northeast team, yeah. Sticking with Texas Southern. <laughs> uh, where is Mount St. Mary's? I thought they were in New York or something. but I could, be I could picture them New York, New Jersey, Maryland, Mount St. Maryland. Bang. Nailed it. Nicely done, man. Okay. Uh, and that's, and that's a – Mount St. Mary's is laying two in that game. Did I give out the spreads? I don't even know. I'm looking at them. And Drake's laying two in the Wichita game. There you go. Uh, and I have the UCLA-Michigan State spread. Oh, yeah. UCLA, a stunning development, is laying a point and a half against Michigan oh, State. Let's go, baby. Let's go. I get, mean, it you, get, I, get it in. Get it in. Let's go. I'm in with you. Let's go. Let's see if I'm they're up on the site right now. Let's do a real check-in because we got to put the bet in before this hits the airwaves and we'll, we might affect the uh, – Yeah, we don't want to fuck with the line, absolutely. I don't want to affect the line movement, you know, before we get it in. While you're looking it up, is there anything else you want to touch on uh, the brackets when you're done with that? Or are you, uh, are you empty uh, the tank? I think I, yeah, I think I pretty much emptied it, only because we're going to probably talk about it again later in the week. I don't want to overkill it. Let me, just, let me just say, okay, one professional to another – the fuck? Michigan State's laying a point and a half on my site. Oh, fucking house is bugged, man. already did affect it. God damn it. Unbelievable. They know what they're doing. They're no dummies. Fucking Vegas. They know who to bug. I'm going to have to, like, break the tie. I'm going to have to go to a third site. Yeah, I'm going to go to Vegas Insider now and see what they have. This is at. like a casino when uh, what's-his-name is complaining to Martin Scorsese's mother. About uh, everybody, you know, and the, the feds are taking notes. It's like, eh, that, why was that bug there? It was somebody was whacked, God knows when, for God knows what reason. <laughs> this is it. Uh, God. I got to tell ridiculous. you, I got to tell you, man, th- there's no way there's a single fucking podcast out there that beat what you just did in the past 45 minutes. No shot. There's no fucking way you could beat what you just did. That was incredible. 
with uh, with very little preparation time and no nobody needs to know that nobody needs to look behind the curtain nobody you know, they could see it they could watch the dvd when it comes out the making of <laughs> sunday poor no there's no you know the fucking uh, reveal your secrets no it was incredible man you fucking killed it murdered it it was an, it was unreal i i could ask you to do a, a minute on vcu right now you'll fucking give me a minute on vcu gave him out today the pick and they got smoked by the bunnies there's there my, there's my minute there's on VCU. A ter- that's, a, that's a sad minute right there. I didn't yeah. say it'd be a good minute or an or yeah. uplifting minute. Yes, and now I'm going to flip-flop bet against them, against Oregon. I'm sure they'll return the favor and burn me. Naturally. Uh, but, yeah, that's that's my VCU input. A, <laughs> A10 team. I, I always am kind of partial towards A10 teams for some reason. Back when, like, Xavier was in the A10 and uh, St. Joseph's. You know, Fordham never made the tournament, but, you know, soft spot for Fordham. Smush uh, Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I always, I always kind of am strangely – I have a strange confidence with A-10 teams, even though I picked against both of them just now with LSU beating the Bonnies and Oregon beating uh, VCU. There's, I don't know, the A-10 always – LaSalle a couple of years ago went to a Sweet 16 – there right, so you go. There's the answer reason to fade him and what he just gave you. So let's go with the Bonnies then. I, yeah, I did contradict myself a little bit there. All the, all the reason to hit the A10 teams. Well, not every year. I mean, that's, there's always those are there's always runs. There's always the exceptions that prove the rule. You know. Yeah. By the way, in terms of college teams, to me, Xavier and Butler are on the same team too. Oh, it's a yeah. Yep. Yeah, absolutely right. There's a lot of those teams. Those uh, twins. Twins type mm-hmm. teams. That's a They're stepping call, stone yeah. schools for coaches. Sure. Yeah. Xavier and Butler are the practice girl. Thad <laughs> 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 Mata, coach there, went to Ohio State. This yeah. is Xavier. Yeah. Sean Miller, Xavier, went to Arizona. Mm. Chris Mack, coach there, who now coaches Louisville. Mm. And then Butler, you have like, you know, Brad Stevens, obviously Celtics coach now. Everybody the guy who coaches Ohio life. State. Yep. The guy who coaches Ohio State, uh, Chris something, uh, coaches uh, uh, coaches Ohio State now, and they, he used to coach. Uh, I think Butler. I always conf- see. I'm confusing myself right now. Like, what did he coach Xavier or Butler? I can't even remember. They're stepping stone schools, and they're schools that overachieve in March when you give them a shot. Whereas Iowa, Purdue are the underachievers. Oh, Xavier yeah. Butler overachievers. Yeah. How many times have people had Purdue in their Final Four and they're crossed off by their their brackets busted by the end of the first weekend? Oh, and they should have went to the Final Four last tournament we had two years ago. Ooh, they no, lost a miserable game to Virginia. <laughs> they should have went to the Final Four, man. They had you a kid can't. that was going nuts, hitting threes. I forget what his name was. I think he got drafted by the Celtics, like a second-round pick. That was their year, man, and they lost a miserable game, Elite Eight game in overtime to Virginia. Yeah, that's 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 the kind of that's Purdue. That's the kind of school Purdue is right there. Absolutely. I did. I remember oh, it was yeah. a miracle cover. I had Virginia laying four and a half and they covered by five in OT. And my brother was went the other way with Purdue. And he was he was riding Purdue that year. And I kept telling him all year, I was like, <laughs> Purdue is gonna get you, man. I'm like, it's gonna I was like, Purdue is gonna get you. Just be careful. Be careful riding Purdue. And never <laughs> no good story ever ended with I, I was riding Purdue. <laughs> it's always it's always a it's always a sad ending. Yes it is. Yeah. Heart, heartbreaking finale. Purdue and Iowa, man. They will not be able to score in a big spot. 
They'll have That's, like the big, like they'll have like the big, huge white dude down low, but they will not have like the guard that could take over a game. Oh, yeah. There's always the big guys down low. They just that seem like they're banging, throwing elbows and stuff. But yep, yep. That's that's one of the best parts about about March Madness is like you just you the 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 grown hatred for schools for no other reason except they've lost in March, which everybody loses in March. Like nobody wins in March. You know, it's a handful of teams that actually fucking win in March. Right. So like just hating all these teams. Oh yeah, Kansas State. Yeah, fucking Kansas State trash bag team. I just hate them for no reason except like you picked them one year and they got blown out by twenty instead. Man. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, every every team. I mean, there's going to be 25 teams this offseason who are replaying one possession or two possessions in their head, being like, "Ah, if we had just done A, B, and C, we would have won that game." That's March, man. That's it's unforgiving, man. It is unforgiving. A lot of people say the Stanley Cup is the hardest trophy to win, which it probably is, but March Madness is pretty tough, man. It's just there's not a not a lot of room for error. That's why we we've talked about it multiple times in the show about how you know you do do we need the conference tournaments and we both are proponents for the conference tournaments. That's a big reason why. I mean, it's six, it's the, the tournament. Sixty four teams, do or die. It's not like you can put all your eggs into that one basket. Let these kids have a, have a bone with the conference tournaments. You know. Yeah. It's, it's just stupid to think like, I don't know, like like Georgetown's going to have a chance here, and and and. In the actual tournament of 68. Yeah. Uh, but it's, you know, that was an amazing win that he's had at, at the Garden uh, this week. So that lefty uh, point guard, man. I did not make a note of him in the regular season. I'll tell you that. Uh, Gus, Blair. Kept, Gus kept it, uh, talking about him as like Iverson and Donnie, or I thought, was it Donnie Marshall was in there with them? He's got, or, um, oh, Jim Jackson. Jim Jackson, yeah. The All American, Jimmy Jackson. <laughs> Sorry. I know, he's good. I know Donnie Marshall's in the studio, yeah. And uh, he's kept going, don't do it, don't do it. And he was like, kept comparing him to Iverson. <laughs> it's like, every once in a yeah. while, every once in a while, he pull out a move, and, and Jimmy Jackson like, well, How's yeah. Jimmy? I don't mind Jimmy Jackson, but how is he the lead analyst for the Big East? Didn't he go to Ohio State? Uh, no, Michigan, right? I thought he was a Michigan guy. No, you're thinking of Jimmy King. Oh. I think Jim Jackson, oh, yeah, Ohio yeah, State. Yeah. Is that right? Okay. Jimmy King, the forgotten member of the Fab Five. Actually, no, he's right. not the forgotten member. The Ringo. No, he's not. The fifth guy is the forgotten member. Oh, is there Jimmy Jack? Jimmy King is the fourth guy. Jimmy King is the guy that you think you're like, oh, yeah, I got it. And Jimmy King. Like, yeah, there's one more. That's Weber, Howard, fifth? Rose, Jimmy King, and the fifth guy. Yeah, he's the, he's the Pavarotti. Uh, uh, Domingo and the other guy, the three tenors, Ray like, Ray Jackson. Ray Jackson. Oh, you're okay. Wait, Jimmy Jimmy King, Ray Jackson, Jimmy. That's Jackson. where. Yeah, you can see you combined the fourth and fifth members of the Fab Five. <laughs> there it is to make one uh, one Mavericks first round pick. Yep. That was a Yo. team. That was a team that probably should have. If they stuck together, uh, nah, they weren't gonna be that good. As much as I love Jamal Mashburn, Jimmy Jackson. Wait, and Jay Kid, Jay Kid, yeah, they weren't gonna do anything. Kid was nah, great. they would have been a playoff team. But they wouldn't have won. Anything. Yeah, as, as great as Kid was, he wouldn't have won with those guys. And I liked Mashburn a lot. Yeah, he he, he went. What did he go to the Heat? Mashburn at one point. Uh, Bounced around a little bit. Yeah, I, don't know. I couldn't tell you anything after the Mavericks. 
Yeah, I don't remember. I can't say that much of a. I can't give you that much of a rundown. Jamal Mashburn. All I know is Jamal Mashburn was on the bench when Leitner hit that shot. Because he had fouled. Yes. He, had, he fouled out. His hands but, over his head, right? Yeah. And then he, wasn't that him? Uh, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. I mean, everybody had their hands on their head, though, in disbelief when that happened. That was in East Rutherford that game? No. That was in Jersey, was it? I, I thought it was. So. What good. tournament was that? Ninety-two. Yes. Yeah. I saw an elite eight game or two elite eight games in uh, in the East. Rock yeah, they they've been there. They've they've had a definitely regional finals there. I saw so this o- is I saw Oklahoma State UMass when UMass had Marcus Camby. Oh, and, Oak Bryant Reeves. And yep, a big country. Yep. That's the first. Big... That's the first year where I really. Um, started watching the tournament. That's the first Final Four I remember sitting down and watching because I just missed the Fab Five. Yep. I missed, like, Leitner and Duke. I still wasn't really into it. Mm-hmm. 90, I thought it was 95, Brian Reeves. Oh, yeah, 95, yep. Yeah, because, you know, that's the, uh, that's the Coach K Sega Genesis game. That's, those are the teams. Yeah, so it's 1995. Oh, yeah, yeah, that game got me into college hoops, too. Yeah, great game. <laughs> Uh, okay, Duke, Kentucky was in Philly. Okay. Wow. Okay. I knew it was somewhere semi-local. Yeah. Northeast, close enough. Um, but, yeah, that's the first tournament. I remember Oak State played – I think it was UCLA. I think that was Tyus Edney year, 95. Yeah. They got beat by them in the Final Four. And then UCLA – what was the second regional final that year? Carolina and somebody? Who the hell did UCLA beat that year? Arkansas? Arkansas second? could try and go back-to-back. They did, they win yeah. 94? Yeah, they were trying to go back-to-back. That's Corliss Williamson, Scotty Thurman team. Yep. There was an old game on the SEC Network this year. This year, uh, I mean, this week that I caught. It was, uh, it was a night game from, like, 95 with Corliss Williamson. Wow. Arkansas-Kentucky. Here, I'll give you right now. This is the first tournament I ever watched. 95. It was who's the final? Who's the final four? 95 is that Arizona, Kentucky? No, it was Oak State and UCLA. Oh, it was. It was Arkansas, Carolina in the second final four game. And then UCLA beat Arkansas. Arkansas was going to repeat. Oh, yeah, they said one of the elite teams, yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, that's back when you get, like, a team trying to repeat. You never see that nowadays. Mm-hmm. Repeating is unheard of. Florida, the last team to do it, 06, 07. And then Duke uh, in 92, 91, 92. Yep. Uh, was that the last team before that, Duke yeah. 91, 92? Yeah, no, we did it, yeah. Yeah. That's it. So I, fe- I, fe- I kind of thought that's why – Coach K had po- had poisoned Virginia, so they couldn't go back to back. But then I didn't remember Florida had had done it also. So, <laughs> oh, but ninety five Mount St Marys was a sixteen seed in the ninety five tournament. They lost yeah. to Kentucky one thirteen to sixty seven. <laughs> gave him a little. They gave him a game though. <laughs> Colgate another sixteen seed that year. Lost to Kansas 82-68. So we got some teams making uh, 
<laughs> 26 <laughs> years later, man, shit don't change. <laughs> shit don't change. Any rematches of note? Gonzaga was a 14 seed back then. Oh, man, Gonzaga's come a long way. So, uh, yeah, everyone have fun this, this week. It's going to be a little bit of a longer uh, layoff than we're used to. So just uh, play one shining moments at your desk all week and uh, some Gus Johnson highlights. This is March Madness. Yes. I mean, I, I was playing Gus calls this week at work. and just getting, just, just getting yourself in the mood? Yeah, just to get, just to get Man, fired up. It's, get like, it's, like, it's like lighting candles and pouring the wine and putting on Marvin Gaye. Yeah. Yeah, you're pouring yourself some brown. I'm romanticizing March put, Madness. Put on Gus Johnson. <laughs> That's phenomenal. He has so many calls, man. The, the Ohio State one, when they tied it, sent it to overtime against Xavier, is his best call. But he's got so many, man. Like the, <laughs> the Gonzaga, the year Gonzaga went to the Elite Eight, I think it was 99, because I think UConn beat him mm-hmm. in the Elite Eight. Mm-hmm. And I think he called the game in the Sweet 16. And they won, not at the buzzer, but they may have won like on a defensive stand or something. Mm-hmm. And his call, when he goes, Gonzaga, the slipper still fits. I mean, just <laughs> Shakespeare. It's just, it's Shakespeare, man. You can't, it's, what a call. <laughs> Is the he slipper go- still what? fits. Oh, shit. Well, let's do that quick. Who's he, who, Games is he calling? Is he calling any games or is he out? He's well, no, nah, he's not with CBS, right? It's, yeah, he's, he's just Fox. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they had the announced teams yet. Right. So they like probably. Ian will have games, right? Ian. Uh, well, is Ian work with Raft early on or does. Oh, yeah. Ian and Raft. Yep. That's the best. Uh, yeah. That's the best. Well, Vernon, Vernon, uh, Raft, who's classic. Yeah. That was like the best team back yeah. in the day. Yeah, for early rounds. Um, yeah, that is always something I like to make a note of because, especially like when my team's playing, like sometimes I judge if like what kind of shot we have by who's calling the game. If it's somebody I hate, <laughs> I'm like, "Fuck, it's gonna be a long night." <laughs> so Spiro Adidas is calling a game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, let's see. Or like Kevin, or like Kevin, if Kevin Harlan's calling a game. I know somebody's going to hit a big shot. And he's just against my team. He's just going to drop a right between the eyes. <laughs> Dagger. That's just going to kill me. Uh, yeah, they had the teams announced, but uh, Nansen Raftery, Brian Anderson, Jim Jackson, Ian and Sparkle Classic, Harlan and Bonner, and then uh, uh, Carter Blackburn and Debbie Antonelli. Uh, yes, there's uh, B team. Yeah, these are all the B teams. Lisa, Lisa Bingington and Steve Smith, Andrew Catalan, oh, and Steve Lapis, oh. mm. and Spiro Adidas and uh, Brendan Haywood. Tom McCarthy. Wow, Brendan Haywood. Yeah, Tom McCarthy and Avery Johnson. I can't believe he's in any on TV. Of, yeah, it's incredible. Oh, it, Those seem like that seems like a radio pairing, Tom McCarthy. Yeah, but why is Avery Johnson doing anything right to hear him? Uh, and then Brad Nessler and Steve Lapp. Yeah, Nessler's radio too, right? So I don't know. These are just duos. Nessler's got a voice for radio. Uh, yeah, no, nothing linked up to games, though. Yeah, I'm sure that'll come out uh, shortly. 
I don't know how they're doing. Oh, wait a second. Teams. Wait a second. Oh, yeah. Oh, we've got it. Hang on a second. Well, we do got it? All right. I just want to know who's calling uh, UConn. All right, we'll give you the UConn. Also, do we get that Iona? Do we get that Iona start time yet? <laughs> yeah, 4 o'clock on Saturday. Oh, it's right in the middle of our draft. <laughs> right? Is that, is that what I said? Is that what it is? I don't know. I didn't. Uh... Uh, yeah, I think I said it was 4 o'clock or 4.30. And, and the Greek is officially in? the the. Four. Four o'clock on Saturday. He's not out, so I assume he's in. Uh, okay, let's see. Okay, so they have they only have the uh, Friday game announcers. Oh no, they have yeah, they have the Friday game announcers. Not not after that. No, they do have Saturday. My mistake. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I first time first time on the internet here. Um Let's see. Ian Eagle, Spinarco, or Roberts, Ohio State. Harlan's got Drexel, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Nance and Raft, Tech, Georgia Tech, and Loyola. Yeah, Nance always gets the one seed. So who's the one seed in that region? And they have Nance and Raft, also Virginia Tech, Florida. What was the 8 9 matchup that Nance had? Uh, Loyola? Georgia Tech and Loyola, Chicago, yeah. So that means he'll be calling the Illinois game, right? See, would be in the same gym, I'm assuming. I always see him having on Friday. See him with Syracuse, San Diego, and that's it on Friday. Nance, see, that's like a matchup where, like, I feel like Syracuse is gonna win. I'm about to hear Nance talk about fucking Bayheim for two hours. <laughs> uh, and then. I want to see him on Saturday. I don't think he has a one seat in it. No, Nance. He would. He would only probably be working one day. He's probably working Friday, Sunday. Yeah, two games and then one game. That's it. No one seat for Nance. Usually they give him, uh, like, oh, maybe because it's not Carolina. It's probably in his contract. Like if, they, like, if Duke and Carolina are a one seat, I'm doing. They always send Nance down to like fucking Charlotte the first weekend when Duke and Carolina are playing three minutes from campus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Always, man. It's like you know, it's like a rule that Carolina and Duke get to play in Charlotte in the first round, first two rounds. Iron Eagle has Michigan first round game. Nice. Okay, Iron Eagle's got so Iron could be on Michigan LSU. All right, nice. And he's he, oh Eagles at UConn. So there you go. Okay, see that's a good. That makes me that makes me a little. Confident <laughs> now. All right, there you go. That's all you need to know. Everything else is uh, bullshit. So nothing, nothing great to announce after that. All right, there you go. There's your uh, your important announcer updates. All right, well, shit, man. Again, I got to repeat myself. You're not gonna hear. You're not gonna hear a better fucking podcast on March Madness than you just heard right now. You you did yourself a service by tuning in to Sunday Four. Thank you for your time, though. We appreciate you always uh, checking in with us and. Anything else you want to say, or uh, I mean, you've been on. You 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 could say nothing. You could check out on top, but feel free to. <laughs> hey, we we got over a huge hurdle today. We have ourselves a bracket, something we didn't have last year. So now we just got to get to Friday. We, we got to get to Thursday, get through Thursday, and then get to Friday, and it's just going to be a an 
orgy of college basketball starting Friday. Okay. Now, and I can't wait. I'm fired up. One of my favorite times of year. Um, So we'll see you later on in the week and uh, enjoy those Gus Johnson calls during the week. See ya. (laughs) The runner. Ant killed it, man. Nicely done. Nice job. Good job by you. <laughs> mm. Man, oh man. Uh, <sighs> Got a bracket. First, first step is out of the way. We have a bracket now. Let's get yeah. everybody to. Uh, let's get everybody in Indiana. Feels good, man. Yeah, and uh, it's like funny because uh, my wife asked me yesterday. She's like. Uh, or I, t- I told her, I was like, oh, I think Ant's having people over tonight. And she's like, for what? And I was like, look, for the next couple of weeks, I need the answer to any of this is going to be basketball. Like, there's no That's <laughs> it. Yep, basketball. That's it. Yeah. All of a sudden, f- football season ends. We don't see each other for the longest time. And the next time there's anything to do, it's because of basketball. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a little sick, six-week hiatus. Uh, yeah. It's, Get yeah. your affairs in order. Just yeah, hibernate for a little bit. You get out of the public eye. That's all. Yeah, this is it. It happens every happens every year. Uh, I, oh, by the way, some sad news for you. Uh oh. I don't know if you knew this, but Jin D's is no more. Oh, I've been God. by. I was by there. Re- I was by there recently. I've, I just I've been putting off. I don't like telling bad news like this. COVID um, is uh, it's gone too far. Yeah, boarded up and everything. No good. Unbelievable. Well, yeah. RIP. I have to pour one out for the Jindies this weekend. I'm not blaming COVID. I'm, bl- I'm blaming the uh, the people in charge of the PK Fantasy Baseball League. So I'm blaming. Because that's when it really went downhill, was when that got canceled. When we, yeah. yeah. When well, we what, started, uh, when we stopped making trips past Jindies. Yeah. What happened first? The cancellation of the PK League or, or COVID? What happened first? It's close, but the PK League. Yeah, being canceled. I know, I know. That's all I'm blaming. I'm. It's got to be that. So, uh, yeah, sad, sad news. I do miss the uh, yearly ride. I mean, it's only one year. We haven't done it, but I do miss the yearly ride to PK. But uh, I'm not going back unless there's a reason to go back. So, need, need something. Need something that moves the needle. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going back to visit. <laughs> I'm not going back to. <laughs> And they, uh, what's his name, moved to Florida, so I'm not going back to see him. Uh, we moved bar, to Florida. Bar, the oh, bar, oh the Tommy. Bartender. Yeah, Tommy. Yeah. Tommy Kramer, yeah. yeah. TK. <laughs> so, yeah, there's no reason to go back. It is what it is. You familiar with John Rothstein? John Rothstein? No. I don't think so. He's like the college basketball guy on CBS. All he does. No, I like he's like a nerd. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't have the my kind of charm and charisma that I just delivered, but he's uh in terms of knowledge, he's just listen, just let me hype you up. You don't need to hype yourself up, all right? I thought (laughs) I did a good job as your hype man. (laughs) Just jump right at that. I'm just I'm just saying, like John, you want to learn like who the backup point guard is on Texas Southern. John Rothstein's your guy. All right. Okay. 
Good to know. He's he's on PMT tonight. I think that's dropping later. All right. And hope I'm, you'll hear him on the fan this week. Yeah, we don't Johnny Rothstein. We don't get celebrity guests like that on uh, Sunday pool. We don't. We don't. We <laughs> I don't. guess they're kind of boring. I mean, no, like I don't. I'm not. I'm not. I don't like. I'll listen to a podcast that half of it is like two guys talking, and the other half's the guest. And sometimes I won't even listen to the guest. Well, that's what the Sopranos cast is, right? They're like they're guests from Sopranos. That's uh, that's a little different though. Because you want to hear what like GGS to say. They also lead with the guest, which I think is a better move. Hmm. Okay. Get the guest out of the way. Okay. All right. I always felt like, even with like Mike and the Mad Dog, like and WFAN and Sports Talk Radio, I feel like get interviews can be kind of boring. Well, Mike and the Mad Dog are on for like six hours, so I mean, what are you gonna do? Like, have a guest for twenty minutes? It's not a big deal. Oh it's yeah, not, no, I'm not, like, I'm not against it. I'm not right, against right. it. When you have to fill that many hours, I'm just saying that yeah, a lot right. of times. Uh, not the best part of the show. Yeah. No, all their classic moments are it's just them two like arguing. It's <laughs> a good point. Yeah, that's <laughs> a good point. Uh oh. So when does the NIT tip off? We gotta check that real. Wednesday. Quick. Wednesday. All right. So I'll I'll get out the I'll get out brackets tomorrow. Unfortunately, uh, I don't think. Be. Gonna, yeah. I don't know what. Uh, I don't think there's any way it can finagle. Do you fill out a real bracket on hard paper? I have it in years. Oh, for NIT, we're going to have to. No, I'm saying in the regular tournament. I have it for years. I do. It's been a long time. Yeah, I know you like to do that, yeah. I yeah. like I like the ink under my nails. <laughs> yeah. Maybe give myself a couple paper cuts. Mm. Spot of blood nice. on the paper. That's how, hey, that's how you win, man. You know, Hang I, out in the fridge. Who was the, the team you said Robin was on? Illinois, is that right? Yeah. Did you see the uh, coach of Georgia Tech yesterday? Pastner? Incre- I don't know if that's his name. He's incredible, though. Yeah, Josh Cur- Pastner. He came over from uh, Memphis. He has, I always so- call him Mini Spolstra. He looks like a little Spolstra. Wait, what? Spolstra? No. I always call him Mini Spolstra. He looks like a little Spolstra. This is the guy with the, wearing the, the plastic face mask yesterday? Yeah, Josh Pastner. Oh, he doesn't look anything like Spolstra. Yeah, but he's little. It's like a little uh, guy. I just, I just, he had like the bushy sideburns and the curly hair. He grew his hair out like an idiot. I know. He used to have a shorter haircut. What's wrong with growing your hair out? <laughs> his hair looks terrible. Have you seen him? No, his hair looks amazing. What are you talking about? He looks like. Uh, yeah, I'm not a Josh Pastner guy. It looks like Adonis. I, I wasn't until yesterday. I saw the, the sideburns and the curly hair. I was like, this guy's all right. <laughs> Yeah, he uh, he used to coach Memphis and then uh, parlayed that into a Georgia Tech job. Memphis, another stepping stone school. Calipari. Not for pennies. Now that's where Penny was born and bred. So I think he's in yeah. Penny maybe not. Penny's going to turn him into a powerhouse. That's yeah. That's and it starts Wednesday. That's why they want him. It starts Wednesday in NIT. That's absolutely <laughs> right. Yep. Cannot wait to get the NIT. <laughs> Yeah. All right, man. Well, good stuff. I want to go I, one more time. We start with it and end with it. I just, I just, I just clicked over to ESPN and are calling Lenardi Joey Brackets. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, right, you're, you're not a Lenardi guy. Speaking of nerds, no, I just don't like that. All of a sudden, it's like the bracket. He like he's like the insider in the bracket. Like, you don't fucking make the selections, Lenardi. You're guessing. 
Yeah, yeah I, I will say this, though. He is the guy who started it. Now, he's the only – when I go and look at, like, the projected brackets leading up to Selection Sunday, I only go to ESPN. Like, Fox has a guy. Yeah. I don't pay attention to anybody else. I just go to ESPN. I'll, I will say that to say something nice about Lenardi. Well, I mean, does he have any sway? Does he have any uh, pull? Like, I don't any, think so. Any, any influence on people making the, making the actual selections? That'd be hilarious if the committee just stole like ninety percent of what they did was just steal Lenardi's work, and they just they just tinkered it around to make it's like copying off the smart kid in class. Like we don't even have to fucking work. God, I love the new San Diego State. What does Lenardi have, man? What's what? Lenardi have? Fuck yeah, this. Put him at an eleven seed. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm hungry. I want to go. Yeah, home. let Lenardi do all the work. We'll figure. Seven it'd, be, it'd be hilarious if the committee didn't start like working until like Saturday <laughs> night, eleven o'clock. Let's see who's good this year. <laughs> oh, Michigan's having a hell of a year. Oh, Gonzaga's Holy undefeated. All right, number one overall seed. We don't need no. Joey for that. Juwan Howard is a coach at Michigan now. <laughs> who is, I don't even know who is on this committee. It's probably a bunch of pretentious fucking dorks. Oh yeah, probably probably a million times worse than Joey Brackets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't even want to know. I mean, I, I do want to know, but like, if I found out, it would just—I I don't need to know. Oh man, I'm 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 gonna start looking up spreads as soon as get done here. I can't wait to start see all the spreads. <laughs> you do not want to know who's in the committee. Is it oh, someone man. I know? No, it's not. But the, like, I just clicked on something. It said, meet the committee. And the first guy's name is Mitch Barnhart. And it's just the, like, the, his picture. It's just like, fuck you. He has glasses. Does he have glasses and like he, a he awful not, hairline? He does not have glasses. Hairline isn't great. <laughs> I just picture a bunch of like um, out of shape. People. Mitch, what's the last name? Mitch Barnhart. H A R T Barnhart. Mitch Barnhart. Now, this guy look actually looks a little bit better than I expected. Yeah, I don't like him. All right, give. I don't have a picture of this guy. Give Mike Babinski a, a Google. How do you even get this job, Mike Babinski? Uh. B a b i n s k y or i? I. He's a Purdue guy. Older looking dude. Yeah, he does like a couple mug shots that came up. I don't think that's him. It's too Mike Fabinski, uh, Purdue. How do you have a guy for? How do you guys? It doesn't make any sense to have him on the. How much is Mike Babinski? Yeah, this guy looks like a dildo. Babinski. Mike Babinski. Three quarters of a million dollars a year doing whatever the fuck he does. Unbelievable. I mean, how hard is it to put together a bracket? Uh, if that's all I did, I'd be fucking great at it. Yeah. And I wouldn't ask for some stupid-ass nickname. They don't call me any, any brackets. You don't think they call this guy Mikey Brackets? <laughs> no. 
think they come up with all like when the games are played. Who does that, or is that the NCAA? Like, as soon as the bracket drops, uh, is the NCAA the reason it, you know for four hours they're just putting together when games can be played. The schedules, I'm sure it's got uh, wherever the brackets are, like where with where those you know where the games are being played and stuff, and when they, when they can actually roll them out. So, and also with the, with the uh, network, I'm sure the networks have a little bit of say too. And it might not even be. Yeah, dude, they definitely fixed it where it was Michigan State, UCLA. That's such a fixed job. Like, you can't uh, tell me that, oh, look at yeah. the resumes, they're blind, blind. Oh, yeah, no, you definitely sure. set that yeah. up. Prime time. Yeah. We'll be recording during that game, probably. That's a nine o'clock start. That's, that's, oh, the, that's yeah. the main event on Thursday. Let's just call that game. You want to call it? Want to just do a. I don't know if I'd be good at basketball. Play. Yeah, because you took a basketball radio style way out. too hard. I don't know. I don't know enough of like. I don't know enough of the terminology for basketball. Like top of the key, post terminology. What do you mean? Nah, terminology. like to call a game real quick. That's that's hard. I think the baseball names, easy. I could easily do baseball. Basketball a little bit harder. I think the names would be the hardest part for me in hoops. I think basketball baseball is the easiest one to call for me, and then basketball would be the second easiest for me to call. Not that it's easy, but I'm saying. Yeah, basket. I mean, I couldn't name one player on UCLA or Michigan State right now. Yeah, Michigan State's good. always that team too. Like I've seen Michigan State a lot the past few weeks, but they always have, like, they don't have a the guy. They have a bunch of like scrappers. That's why, like, and no matter how much I hate an announcer, like I'll be watching them call a game. And they'll call like they'll be watching a football game, and they'll be they'll call out like the backup center without even. I know they got whatever they they got notes. Yeah, and, they have a cheat they, sheet. And, they, and they got like a producer in their ear and shit. Like I know they have help, but I know they did their homework and they say it on the fly. They don't stutter, they don't stammer, and it's just like, oh yeah, there's a there's a Pete Kulpchek, uh backup center coming in to replace uh, Larry, whatever the fuck. And it's like seamless. I'm like, all right, well, the guy's obviously at least decent at what he does. So I hate, I have to respect the guys that I hate. Especially <laughs> but, uh, attorney time, you're doing four games a day. Oh, I don't know how. A guy in Eagle, I don't know how. That's impossible, man. Yeah, I don't know how. Preparing for one game is hard yeah. enough. Especially it's college and you have like a 16 seed you have to prepare for. Like all these kids that you're never going to see, you're only going to see one time in your life. Like it's crazy. Like, it's easy for me to call a Yankee game. I know everybody in the fucking roster. Right, yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, if I'm calling a, a 1-16 game or a fucking play-in game, I don't know all these fucking people. They do have a lot of, uh, like, they do have a lot of cheat sheets in front of them, though. And free time. I mean, the time that I'm working is when they're, like, preparing for the game. So, like, that's when they're doing their work. Yeah, and a producer could easily come in your air and be like, hey, mention that buzzer beater they hit two months ago that got their season going, yeah. and you just pass it off like you know it. Yeah. I'm not saying it's definitely a skill being able to do it. I'm just oh, saying yeah. they, got a lot yeah. of, they got a lot of help. Yeah, I don't think they lean on those guys. Though. Which I don't but, care, I, which I don't mind. Like, you need help to get to the, There's the some team, college man. teams that, like, there's no way you're going to know that much about them unless yeah. you got cheat sheets. Yep. Yeah, but they all do their homework, though. They all read what they got to read, interview they got to talk who they have to talk to, and interview. Yeah, I mean, you would think they're starting right now, probably. I'm sure they are. Yeah, absolutely. You got to. And what the fuck else you got to do? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, unless you're calling, unless you're eyeing, you got to call a Mets game, you know, at some point. True. True. I mean, these guys, but they know what they're doing, though. They know when they need to start preparing and what they need to do and what they need to 
the work starts yeah. now. Yeah. 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 So no matter how much I hate one of those guys, it just it's it's always impressive to me like how how they how they're able to, to uh bring it all together on game day. Yeah. But Joe Buck is still go fuck himself. He can. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. All right. All right. With that being said, I guess we can close this one out. Let me get this. Let me get this on the road and uh, get it sent out. And for the final time, great fucking job, man. And uh, we'll talk on Thursday. Thursday night, Michigan State, UCLA. Peace. All right.